A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, uh, take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense with my heavenly Father. So when you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praises of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your almsgiving may be done in secret and your father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and the street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your room, close the door, and pray to your father in secret. And your father who sees in secret will repay you. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites do. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to be fasting to others. Amen, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your father who is hidden. And your father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. This indeed is the acceptable time. This indeed is the day of salvation. This is the time we, we blow the trumpet and call the assembly and the infant at the breast and, and the priest weeps between the porch and the altar crying out, Spare, O Lord, your people. This is the time we begin again. And this time, please God, may be a little bit different this time may, may all the things that have been converging for the last several years come together to truly make a difference, to truly move the great Mandela of life closer to the kingdom of God that we continue to live and proclaim. This indeed is the acceptable time where we are called to repent, to turn around, to open our eyes, to see not just to believe the good news, but to be the good news. There seems to be a convergence of all kinds of things going on. You know, when we were children, we, we did Lent so that we could be holy as individuals. It was the Jesus and me period when I was saved. I really believe that we are now calling into this holy time, not for me, but for we. We are not individually saved. St. Paul makes it quite clear we are saved as a people. And the Jewish people were called the people of God. We call ourselves the body of Christ. And I think what we are discovering is that it's not just our little body, our denominational body, but it's the universal body of Christ, the world body of Christ. And I think the convergence is coming from things that are global, that we have no seeming control over. Global warming and global climate change is a reality that we seemingly have no control over. The pandemic 
didn't care what religion we belonged to or what political base we were in. It was an equal opportunity destroyer. But what does it do and what does it call us to do? It calls us to come together to believe that, that we are connected to each other intimately. That when one suffers, all suffers. And during this period, we are called to make sacrifice. Right now, in this great culture of ours, which believes that it is so entitled, so individualistic, all about me, is being asked to make a sacrifice. Right now, a war is being waged between autocracy and democracy. And the question is, where are we in the great Mandela of life? What are we called to do and what are we willing to sacrifice? Sacrificere, to make holy. I think one of the things we really need to sacrifice is our desire to be righteous and to be absolutely right. Our ability to listen to the other, to be compassionate to the other. I really believe that this is a universal calling, that it is worldwide, that it is truly Catholic with a small c, universal. We are all called to participate in it to do what? Again, when we were little kids, we were told that we had to, to pray for reparation against the name of Jesus, against all kinds of sins of the world. I think that we need to do some repairing again, especially to repair relationships between those who seem so opposite to each other. For there is only one body of Christ, and when one suffers, all suffer. When one rejoices, all rejoice. So this is the time of the great repentance, the great turning around. Because it is the time that we are all, all of us, are called not just to believe in the good news, but to be the good news. We put ashes on our head to re. Remember the shortness of life, the mortality that we all share in, but to realize that the dust of the earth is that of which we are made. The dust of the earth calls us to become the body of Christ. And so we bless these ashes. Dear sisters and brothers, let us humbly ask God to bless with abundance of grace these ashes which we will place on our foreheads. All those days that you felt like dust, like dirt, as if all you had to do was turn your face toward the wind and be scattered to the four corners, or swept away by the smallest breath as unsubstantial. Did you not know what the Holy One can do with dust? This is the day we freely say we are scorched. This is the hour we are, are marked by what has made it through the burning. This is the moment we are asked for the blessing that lives within the ancient ashes 
that makes its home inside the soil of the sacred earth. So let us now be marked, not for sorrow, and let us be marked, not for shame. Let us be marked, not for false humility, or for thinking that we are less than we truly are, but for claiming what God can do within the dust, within the dirt, with the stuff of which the world is made, and the stars that blaze in our bones, and the galaxies that spiral inside the smudge we bear. And so we bless that which we are about to receive. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.